Welcome to the Beauty and the Vlog Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Vieira. Join me as I interview YouTube superstars in the worlds of beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle. I go in-depth with your favorite video vloggers and discuss their journeys to success and the struggles they encountered along the way. We go behind the scenes of the world of vlogging and talk about what works and what doesn't and what it takes to be a YouTube superstar. So sit back and prepare to learn, have fun, and be inspired. Let's go. Hey beauties, Erica here with another interview for you. And now for this interview, I have the pleasure of speaking with the adorable Brittany of Getting Pretty. Now Brittany is a 22-year-old that currently lives in Vancouver, Canada. She started her channel about three years ago and she focuses on fun, easy-to-follow makeup and fashion videos. She currently has 105,000 subscribers and 4.5 million video views. Now Brittany, Tell us, let's get started with telling us what inspired you to get onto YouTube. Okay, well, um, some people might already know this, that I am also a freelance makeup artist. So when I was in school and we did like a little career seminar at the end, they were talking about different things that you could do after you graduate. And that's kind of when I started watching YouTube videos and I thought it would be fun to just show people and teach people how to do makeup. And then I started watching even more people and realized that there's way more to YouTube than just makeup and you can just have fun with it. And I was just inspired by like all the other YouTubers out there doing like fun things for people to watch. So that's kind of like how I got started and what inspired me. <laughs> so take us back to that time when you uploaded your first couple of videos. Did you have any experience when it came to filming things or editing or how did you kind of Not- get settled with that (laughs) yeah not even a little bit actually I was so awkward and nervous (laughs) when I first started filming and I kind of just had to teach myself everything I was filming with a little handheld video camera and the quality wasn't the best but it still did its job and I kind of looked more into how to edit on iMovie and Final Cut Pro and I just kind of taught myself and just experimented with different video and editing techniques. (laughs) And so at what point did you, okay, so when you first got started, how often were you uploading videos? Um, The very first videos, I think I did maybe once a month. I wasn't really, yeah, I wasn't doing them too often, but then when I got into it about five months later, I was uploading every other day. So yeah, I was doing it, I did it a lot more then than I do now actually. (laughs) So what happened at that five months that made you decide to take YouTube more seriously? Um, actually my boyfriend was kind of motivating me because he knew like I was passionate about it and he saw that I wasn't really putting all of my effort into it. Mm -hmm. I would get discouraged. So he would kind of motivate me and tell me that I should upload more and just really, really dive into it because I I guess he saw potential in me and he knew that I could actually like go farther with it. So yeah. (laughs) So at that point, your boyfriend was basically like, you know what, Brittany, either take it seriously or don't do it. And if you're going to do it, then upload and be more um, consistent with your uploads. Did you change anything else about the way that you filmed or maybe the types of videos that you did at that point? Um, Yeah, I'd say the types of videos. I started doing more lifestyle videos. 
those two. So I would try to change up doing makeup and fashion and then like routine type videos. So something a little bit more interesting because I don't always want to just do the same thing on my channel. So I, I kind of ventured out and tried different things. And did that work for you in kind of growing your channel? I think so. And I I always like to see different things from channels yeah. because it kind of keeps you interested. And then I'd get requests from my viewers and they would tell me what they want to see. So I would always listen to them, of course, because without them, we wouldn't really be anywhere. Yeah. And I, I think it worked to kind of spice it up a little bit. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. At that point, it was about five months in, you were kind of like playing around with YouTube and then you started to take it more seriously. Um, mm. So at what point did you see kind of your efforts and your work pay off in essence? Like, did you see like an increase in subscribers, increase in views? Yeah. Um, I did the Next Face Awards mm. two years ago and I would say that's when I started seeing my channel kind of take off and I was gaining subscribers more quickly than I had been before and I'm sure it wasn't just the Next Face Awards but I was also putting more effort into my videos too so I'd probably say around then um, was when I really started seeing a difference. Okay. I guess my name got out there a little bit quicker. <laughs> How many subscribers did you have um, at that point when you entered the Face Awards. I think I had about 5,000 subscribers. Okay. Yeah. And then how many grew from there after being a part of that whole experience? Um, I'd say after the next Face Awards, I probably gained about 20,000 oh, maybe. Oh, wow. Just yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't really, really quickly that it happened. It yeah. happened over a couple months, but it definitely grew way faster than it had been in the previous months. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. How far did you get? Um, I made it to the top 20. So that was, I think, the second round. That's cool. So yeah. tell, <laughs> tell us a little bit about that experience of being a part of the Next Face Award. Like, why did you decide to enter it? Um, you know, what happened in each stage? How did your channel change? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, I had watched the Next Face Awards the first year that it was on, and Charisma Star was the winner. And I was always watching her videos, and she inspired me to actually enter the contest because it looked like so much fun. You could kind of create whatever you wanted in the videos. So that was really what inspired me to even enter the contest. And then throughout the actual contest, you get sent, like, huge boxes of makeup. Oh, They're just no. giant. <laughs> <It's crazy. laughs> it's ridiculous. They're a very generous company. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you just kind of figure out what you want to do based on the theme that they assign you for each challenge. And you just get creative with it. It was really fun. I was setting up different things in my living room. And my dad was helping me, like, make little things to put in the background. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like, setting up all the lighting. It was really fun. It was, it was a different experience, but I love it. I would totally do it again. <laughs> really? So do you yeah. think in essence that was kind of like the tipping point for your channel? I think so, yeah, because it kind of gave me a little bit more confidence going into YouTube because I was seeing people who never knew who I was and they were very supportive of me and they were constantly saying that they want to see more videos. So I'd say yes, around that time is when I decided it's definitely something that I want to keep doing. Yeah. And that was, you said about two years ago? Yeah. So 20, 2013? Yes, 2013. Okay. So then uh, how did your change, your channel change after that, after the Next Face Awards? Um, I guess I got a little bit more creative with my videos mm -hmm. because I was seeing that it was 
easier than I thought it would be to make really interesting videos. So it, I guess my channel got a bit more, well, I guess it got better quality, I would say, because I was investing in better equipment and different lighting mm -hmm. and, um, Final Cut Pro, I started editing on Final Cut Pro shortly after that. So I guess just the quality of my editing and then the videos got better after that. So let's talk a little bit about um, equipment. So you use, currently you use Final Cut Pro to edit. Yes. What, what were you using before? I was just using iMovie. iMovie. Was it a big yeah. difference and a big jump? It's not actually. Um, yeah, because Final Cut is just like a bigger, better version mm -hmm. of iMovie. So pretty much all of the same techniques are used in Final Cut. You just have better tools mm -hmm. to use them and um, a bit more options. So it was actually easy for me to learn Final Cut Pro. But if I hadn't done iMovie first, I could see it being very confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, because that's what I use now is iMovie. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about making the jump to Final Cut. And I'm like, I uh, would. Yeah, really? It's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Really? That's yes. what I've heard. <laughs> do, do you think it makes it easier? Or is it just that you have more tools in essence? I think it's, yeah, you have more tools mm -hmm. and different options. And I just kind of played around with a video and I always like tell people when they want to start YouTube, they're always like, oh, can you teach me? How did you learn? Like, is there somewhere I can go? But it's it's just playing around with yeah. it and just filming a test video and then playing with transitions and different editing techniques. So it's a learning process. <laughs> it is. I mean, editing is one of those things that you really have to just like sit there and say, you know, today I'm just going to sit here and play around yes. with it. I, I filmed something and I'm going to just play around with iMovie or Final Cut oh, yeah, and definitely. just invest like a weekend or a day or two yeah, just doing that. I think, and it seems like that's how everyone pretty much learns to edit mm -hmm. on YouTube. It, nobody had any kind of formal training on it. I yeah, mean, there's exactly. a lot of fantastic YouTube videos that, that show little tips. I mean, sometimes I'll get, I would get stuck and I would like Google how to do this and, and yeah, you know, I, I do that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. so many free resources, but there and, is. and so what it about exactly? It does make it easier. What about your camera? What do you use now? I use a Canon T3i. Okay. And I'm just using the standard lens that it comes with, but it it's great for makeup tutorials and just things close up, but I kind of am thinking about getting a better lens. Like everybody always talks about a Sigma lens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they say it's say amazing. That. Oh yeah, so I think I, I'll probably invest in one of those soon. <laughs> yeah, the the lenses I, I've heard of people those those can get kind of pricey. Oh yes, they can. Yeah, that's it. They can <laughs> trying to save. Pricey. What about uh, lighting? Um, I use an umbrella light that I got from Amazon. It's just okay. like a little stand with a big um light bulb and an umbrella <laughs> okay got it yeah you haven't done the whole ring light thing yet no i haven't and i was thinking about either getting a ring light or the softbox mm -hmm. lighting because mm -hmm. i think softbox lighting are so flattering for most videos yeah. and i know pretty much if you only do makeup tutorials it's really good to have a ring light because it makes everything look amazing up close yeah. so i've decided if i want to invest in one of those or the other yet i know it, it, if you're really doing a lot of makeup the ring light i think is the way to go oh yeah definitely mm -hmm. but if they you make... do yeah like you you do other things you don't just do makeup yeah i try i used to do pretty much just makeup and now I think it's more fun 
to do other types of videos too because I can get out, I can film with my friends outside or meet up with another YouTuber. And Michaela and I did a couple like, no, we actually did one lifestyle video together. Mm-hmm. So that was fun, having somebody else who knows what they're doing there. Yeah, she really knows. For, for oh, yeah. those of you listening, um, definitely check out Michaela's interview. I interviewed her, and she has a really – she goes she does film school, right? She's in film school. Yes, she went to BCIT for yeah. broadcasting, I think. Yeah, up there yeah. in Canada. And so she, she really knows her stuff. And you can really see it in her um, – Oh, yeah. In her videos. So, um, okay, so one of the things that I do like to talk about with everyone that's come on the show is mm-hmm. an element of struggle because when it comes to YouTube, there's always there's just there's just so many different things that people struggle with, and each each yeah. struggle is different and unique. So, I'd like to know, Brittany, like for you, have you experienced any type of struggle on YouTube? If so, what is that, and what have you learned from it? Yeah, um, I think my main struggle was always just staying motivated for YouTube mm-hmm. because. Maybe somebody doesn't like your video and they tell you like, oh, your videos aren't as good as they used to be or something or there's so many forms of hate that you could get on the internet. But mine was mainly just staying motivated and getting myself to get up and film another video and edit it and coming up with new content that I think people will like. Um, I don't get a lot of hate, I would say, on my channel, which is good, but yeah, Mm -hmm. the most difficult thing was just keeping up with it and just thinking of new things to do and actually doing them (laughs) yeah that Mm -hmm. with with youtube it's definitely super important to stay to stay motivated were there any times that you just wanted to give up um i don't know if i'd say like fully give up but Mm -hmm. maybe like take a break because i still love youtube and i think it's so much fun that I don't want to ever stop doing it, but I could have seen myself probably taking a long break from it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you ever taken any kind of break or no? No, not really. I think the <laughs> most I've ever gone... Oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> the most I've ever gone for not making a video was probably about two weeks, mm. I guess. Yeah. yeah that's, that's probably the good. longest. Yeah. That's or at least good. since the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And so how often... Okay, so like... Like after about five months into doing YouTube, you're uploading every other day, and then mm. it sounds like about you know five or six months after that, you you enter the Nick's Face Awards. Yes. Um, now, how often are you uploading, and do you have like a specific schedule? I don't. <laughs> um, I used to do a schedule, and I was sticking with it for a while. But being a makeup artist, sometimes you don't know when you're going to need to go out to do makeup, especially some seasons are really busy. And I was also working at the school that I graduated from as a substitute teacher. So it was kind of interfering with YouTube and I wasn't able to keep up with the schedule that I made for myself. So um, I kind of just decided to do at least one video a week and put it up around the same time every day that I would upload. But I don't really have a schedule. It's hard to keep to a schedule for me. Yeah. <laughs> So, but you, you're doing a video at least once a week. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And so, um, for you then, you recently hit a milestone, 100,000 subscribers. Yeah. Congratulations. That's super <laughs> Thank exciting. Thank you. Um, so you, how long were you on YouTube? You were on YouTube about three years before you hit that? Um, about, yeah, almost, because I've almost been doing it for three years now. Okay. So, I hit 100,000, I think like a couple weeks ago, okay. maybe, um, maybe like two weeks ago. And yeah, I'd say like almost three years 
That's, that's great. That, that's, how yeah. do you feel about the, the time that it took you to hit that? Are you happy with that? Do you think yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with it. I mean, some channels grow so fast, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know how they do it. It's incredible. And some channels grow slower than others, but yeah. I'm pretty comfortable with where I am and how long I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Um, so after the Next Face Awards, you got some exposure there and um, sounds like you got like an additional 20,000 subscribers. So then what yeah. happened between then and today where you got 100,000? Was there anything else that happened or any other events? I actually did the Face Awards twice. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I did it last year as well. And um I, I wouldn't say my channel grew too much from the second time. Um, I also made it to the top 20, so I didn't really get any further in the competition than the yeah. first year, which is totally fine. I still think it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I think in between there, I just kind of kept putting in more effort and doing more interesting videos. I would see what types of videos are getting the most views, and then I would do my own versions of those videos. So yeah. maybe like a routine video or summer theme type things <laughs> what give it yeah talk a little bit about that what types of videos were you finding uh that were getting the most views and when you recreated them did you find that same level of success or you know let's let's go in a little bit into that sure um it's hard to say if I find the same level because the people who are watching have like 500,000 subscribers yeah. and of course I wouldn't get as many views as they would but I definitely found that the types of videos that got the most views were probably get ready with me videos. Um, so then I could still do my makeup, which Mm -hmm. I like to do. And a lot of my subscribers first subscribed to me because I did makeup. Um, they could see that, but then they could also see the kind of lifestyle element in it. So it's a little bit more personal. They could see where I'm going. Um, sometimes I include my friends in them and then also like routine videos where they see what I do on a day-to-day basis, like, I guess because people like to be personal and they like to kind of see a little bit into other people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> so those, yeah, they got a lot of success on my channel, I would say. So you would say the get ready with me and then the uh, routine. Yes. Routine videos are huge. <laughs> what kind of routines? Um, I did a lot of morning routines and like, I've been seeing clubbing routines come up lately, so just things that people do to get prepared for going out. But, um, yeah, travel routines, just anything that kind of relates to makeup sometimes, Mm -hmm. but then also just, like, lifestyle and what people are doing. (laughs) So it's pretty much just, like, how you would get ready for that particular event. So how you're going to get ready for the day or how you're going to get ready for a club or... When you're traveling and all that. Yeah. yeah. Any type of event like that. I've heard that those videos are super popular. I know that <laughs> other people have said on the show, and it's funny because for me, it's those aren't the type of videos that I watch. Yeah. I see it when I like <laughs> scroll right past them. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. But I, it's, it, in doing this show, I learned just how popular those videos oh, yeah. are. People it's love them. Yeah, yeah, they do. People just love to feel close to the people that they watch and – I guess it seems more like they're going somewhere with them yeah. when they watch those videos. And, yeah, I've, I've definitely noticed people feel a lot closer to a subscriber mm-hmm. if 
they're doing something that kind of shows the subscriber part of their life. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's a big element of YouTube too, in general, especially having success with YouTube is not just being someone that's like teaching how to do makeup. It's like yeah. incorporating your subscribers into who you yeah, are exactly. as a person. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And so that's probably why those, those worked for you. So it sounded like you got more strategic when it came to your selecting the type of videos that you do. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I try to somewhat plan them out before I do it and see what's getting the most views at the moment. Mm -hmm. And then how do you do that? You just search in YouTube? Yeah, I basically do. And, um, I have so many uh, YouTubers that I watch yeah. and I'll just kind of keep up with what other people are uploading and what other people are requesting. So um, I'll constantly ask what people want to see and then I'll see in other people's comments people requesting something, like a lot of people requesting a specific type of a video. Mm. I'll consider doing my own version of a specific type of whatever video anyone's requesting. <laughs> I think you, you brought up a really good point in that it's just so important. Just if you're a YouTuber, then you've got to stay up to date on what's going on on oh, YouTube. Yeah. And then you have to watch YouTube videos and you have to watch yes. other YouTubers and you have to emulate yeah. in some ways while still saying um, truthful to who you are, yeah, emulating exactly. what the, the popular, you know, people yeah. are doing. In, in Definitely. Because you don't want to be copying no. and you don't ever try to copy anybody. No. And But you still have to keep up with what everybody else is doing too because that's what people are watching and mm -hmm. that's what they want to watch. Yeah. And there's like certain trends that happen on YouTube and I feel oh, like yeah. you got to stay up on those trends. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And collaborations too. Mm -hmm. Those are always helpful to do. <laughs> and have you done any successful collaborations or in your eyes that you felt helped your channel out? Oh yeah. I've, I think... Pretty much any collaboration is useful because um, even if the other person you're collaborating with doesn't have as many subscribers as you, they'll probably still have a bunch of subscribers that didn't know about you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm I'm not the type of person to only collaborate with people who have more yeah. or, like, around the same as me because I think if they have a good channel, if I like them and I see that they're growing too, I will totally or collaborate with them because it's useful and yeah. you'll you'll gain subscribers from anybody pretty much from anywhere yeah, yeah. that's so true mm -hmm. all right so i am going to go into the beauty bonus round which is a series of questions that i ask everyone that comes on to the show okay <laughs> so the first question is what are your three holy grail beauty items okay um i would say brow gel is my absolute number one i go with I, I put it in my eyebrows every single day, yeah. even if I'm not wearing makeup. Um, also concealer, and Do you then have specific mascara. Brands? Specific like oh, yeah. specific brands. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Essence Clear Lash and Brow Gel is mm. my favorite. Um, actually, I'm gonna change the concealer because I recently discovered the Becca Under Eye Brightening. Oh, <laughs> let, me turn, let me turn this. Sure. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I recently discovered the Becca Under Eye Brightening. Oh, yeah, I haven't tried Spectre. that. It's amazing. It? And yeah, I try to wear it like all the time. Sometimes I'll wear it alone yeah. and I'll just put a little bit of powder on top. That has definitely been one of my holy grail items. And then the Blink Mascara mm -hmm. is also probably like one of my favorite mascaras. And if I can't wear anything else, those will be the three things that I always choose. <laughs> Got it. Okay, perfect. Um, how do you use Instagram and Twitter for your channel? Um, I 
don't necessarily do it as a promotion for my channel because um, I find a lot of people don't really care about my pictures if I'm just saying, oh, hey, look at this video that I just uploaded. Yeah. Um, I kind of use them more as like a way to talk to my followers and also just kind of show them what I'm doing. I'll like take some selfies if I think like my hair looks cool and I'll tell them like what I did to it or something. Uh, but yeah, I use it more just to like contact subscribers and talk mm -hmm. to them and things like that. So it sounds like you use it more to kind of further establish the bond that you have yeah. with the existing subscribers that you have, not so much yeah. as a tool to, to help grow your yeah, channel. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, what is the best opportunity that you have received as a result of being on YouTube? Um, I think there's a couple. I would say the Nick Space Awards was definitely one of them because yeah. it's an incredible opportunity. And... Um, you get to meet a lot of people and also I'd say just going to different events, like being invited to different events and, um, beauty con for one was crazy to be able to go to. And obviously I wouldn't have done that if I wasn't a part of YouTube mm -hmm. and yeah, just being able to meet other people and being invited to all these like fun events. <laughs> Are there any like specific events? Um, well, I've only just recently started going to events, so um, we did one with London Drugs just recently, and that was really cool. I definitely would not have been invited to it if it weren't for YouTube. Yeah. So we got to go in and see some new products that were going to be released to London Drugs. And um, another one just recently we went to for the Vancouver International Film Festival. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess Neostrata is sponsoring it with mm -hmm. London Drugs. So we also got invited to that and just got to see a couple like new products and what the Vancouver Film Festival is going to be like. So yeah, those are two like really cool ones that I think I've recently been to. When you say we, who who are you talking about? Oh, Michaela and I. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. We've actually we went to VDCon together and um, the two London Drugs events we went to together recently. So those were really fun, especially having Michaela there because mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known anybody. Yeah. It's nice to, to make friends and kind of get to know people through YouTube and then yeah. when you get invited to different events or things like that to have somebody else, you know, to go with. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's, it helps when it comes to networking. It helps with everything. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. makes it a lot more comfortable and mm -hmm. more fun when you have somebody there that you know. Yeah. And then how did you and Michaela get in contact? You said um, over Twitter or... Just yes, over Twitter. She had messaged me on Twitter and asked if I wanted to meet up and mm -hmm. talk and talk about Bowfresh Media mm -hmm. and just possible collaborations and, yeah, just kind of getting to know each other yeah. for YouTube. So, yeah. And because you guys are both up in uh, Canada. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We live very close to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's See, that's super cool. And that's how... You know, that's the power of YouTube and kind of connecting people together with like like interests and all that. Oh, yeah, stuff. of course. And um, Bowfresh Media, for people who don't know, is um, a management company that manages YouTubers um, and people that are in like the YouTube kind of world. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right. What, um, oh, who would be your dream collaboration? Oh, um, I would probably say Ingrid Nielsen. Mm. Miss Glamorazzi, I have always loved watching her channel ever since I started watching YouTube. She was one of the very first people I was subscribed to. And she kind of has a channel that I would love to grow to because she does 
some of the beauty, some lifestyle, and just advice videos, which I think is something that I would kind of like to get into. So she would be amazing to collaborate with. It would be so much fun. (laughs) Yeah, that would be very cool. Mm -hmm. What is your goal for your YouTube channel? Um, I would obviously love to be able to have it as just my full-time career and not have to do anything else. I would love that. And also just to be able to establish that true relationship with my subscribers because I see so many people who have that Mm -hmm. and they're so loyal and it seems like it's just a big family so I would love to have that for my YouTube channel and yeah just have a strong presence on YouTube. Do you feel like where you're at with 100,000 subscribers you're still not there yet when it comes to creating that strong community? Yeah, I think now because so many people have grown so quickly on YouTube that a long time ago, 100,000 subscribers seemed like it was the craziest, biggest thing you could have on YouTube, which I still think it is, and I'm very proud to have 100,000 subscribers, but now that there's so many people out there who have like a million subscribers... It seems like it's not as big of a deal to some people, I guess, and it's kind of hard to get that same relationship if you don't have that many people watching you and following you and talking to you. So, yeah, it's it's um probably not quite there yet. Yeah, yeah. It, it is crazy because as you know, as more time passes and more and more people have been on YouTube for a longer period of time, these mm-hmm. numbers are just going to continue to grow. And oh, you're yeah. going to see people, oh, now it's, you know, 3 million and 5 million. And then, you know, yeah. having, you know, half a million subscribers isn't going to be a big deal. Yeah, uh, exactly. Whereas today, it still is. I mean, even 100,000, it's there's more people that have it, but it's still mm-hmm. considered like you're in that, you, you're, yeah. you're a YouTuber in essence. Yeah, you know? I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it, it's a big deal to me for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, soon it's going to be way higher as the number to like really get to. Yeah, well, which is why, you know, people people always ask, like, is it too late to get into YouTube? Is it too saturated? And like, yeah, it's I think it's harder than it was before to kind of reach those milestones to reach, you know, 100,000 mm-hmm. subscribers whereas before um, it you know, maybe there wasn't as much competition. Yeah, I but, think that's true. Yeah, but I do mm-hmm. think YouTube is just going to continue to grow, and, like, the sooner you get in it, yeah. the better. So today is better than tomorrow, and, um, you know, if you have something special and unique, you know, people start YouTube channels, you know, six months ago, eight months ago, and now they're, you know, oh, some yeah. of them are crazy big, so. yeah. Some channels grow so quickly. It helps if you start it already knowing what you're doing. That's true. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) And that's what I'm hoping to do with this YouTube, with this uh, podcast and the interview, is to give people some insight because there's just not a lot out there really showing people like the ins and outs and the background of being on YouTube. And I think this is great because there's so many people out there who want to start YouTube and they either don't know where to start or they don't have the resources to find out even how to do it. So this is great because I'm sure it's going to help a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had people tell me it it has so far. So that's the motivation Mm -hmm. for me that, you know, keeps on going for me because everyone has to have their own motivation like you were talking about earlier. Exactly. Um, What is your best tip for getting your videos seen on YouTube? Um, I would say good thumbnails definitely helps. Um, a good title and collaborations, I think, help a lot because if you're not networking with people, it's hard to 
get your name out there because mm-hmm. you never know who you could collaborate with and gain a lot of subscribers and a lot of views. But I think also you obviously have to put a lot of effort into your actual videos as well because if you have a really good thumbnail and really cool like writing and everything and then they go to a video that doesn't look like what the thumbnail looks like, I think people get really turned Turn off. off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, thumbnails are big. And mm-hmm. um, just as like a little piece of advice, I don't know about you, Brittany, and I want to ask mm-hmm. you how you do them. I love the online free um, software programs. You know, they're online. Mm-hmm. Uh, PicMonkey and Canva. Oh, PicMonkey is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy to use. Yeah. yeah. It's so easy to use. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like a godsend. Like for someone like me, I don't know about you, I have like absolutely no graphic design experience at Neither all. Neither do I. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. definitely don't. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I use it for so much. Pick my, oh, yeah. my Canva. It's amazing. I haven't tried the other one. Oh, Canva? I know a lot of people. It's good. The yeah. difference, the main difference between P- PicMonkey and Canva is that with Canva is a little more limited. Like there's more creative mm-hmm. things that you can do on PicMonkey. But okay. Canva, you can actually save templates. So if you oh, have, that's yeah, cool. yeah, whereas PicMonkey, you can't. You have to like start over from scratch yeah. every time, which every is time. Kind of frustrating. <laughs> whereas Canva, mm-hmm. you can actually save templates and you can go in there and make a copy of that template and just change it around a little bit. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have to check that out because yeah. that's one of the major Drawbacks. issues with PicMonkey yeah. is having to start over every single every time. Every single time. It's mm-hmm. frustrating. So um, that's why I like – I have certain templates on Canva, but there are certain things I know that Canva can't do, so then I'll just go to PicMonkey. But they're both yeah. great and they're both free, so I love them. Um, cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. So what would you not do again if you were to start your channel right now? Um. <laughs> I probably wouldn't start with like low quality videos. Yeah. So yeah, if I could like fully start over again, I would start with like the good lighting, good cameras, um, good editing, just starting once I actually know what I'm doing because I find channels who do that get more subscribers more quickly yeah. um, than seeing a channel just gradually get better. Yeah, I would probably do it just better if I was going to start over again. Yeah, and I think now because there's so many people that are doing it, the competition is is harder and so you oh, yeah. have to just kind of come on to YouTube oh, looking yeah. like everybody else who's been doing it for a while. Yes, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is difficult. It, it takes time, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's possible. <laughs> what video were you using prior to, to the one you're using now, which is you said the Canon uh, T3i? Yeah, um, I don't actually remember what it was called, okay. but it was like the handheld one with like a flip screen out, like oh. those old video cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was using one of those, and it was okay, but not even near the quality that that I have now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you glad that you did do when you first started your YouTube channel? Um, I think the fact that I didn't spam people because I see a lot of people when they first start YouTube is they constantly go onto other people's channels and say, hey, come check out my video, subscribe to me, please follow me. And that I've noticed just does not really get you followers and subscribers because, I mean, it might work for some people, but I don't like seeing that. So um, I think I was just a little bit more genuine about it. So I'm very glad that I was doing that and I started with what I love which is makeup so 
Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was organic. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to agree. I mean, it's, I mean, even, you know, for mine and I'm relatively new, like on YouTube, I get people all the time being like, Oh, you know, follow for follow or check out my channel or this is great. Yep. And you're just like, you feel like it's spam and it's, they're just yeah. going onto a hundred different channels and doing it. And it just doesn't exactly. feel genuine. Whereas yeah. the people who are interacting a lot and the people that are yeah. commenting a lot, like, Oh my God, like actual real things. Then I'll actually go and check out their channel. Same. I will totally yeah. do that. And yeah. Yeah, I do that all the time because mm-hmm. I always like to find new YouTubers Me to too. watch and yeah. check out other people's videos. But if somebody just straight off the bat says, come check out my channel, please subscribe to my channel, I'm not going to click yeah. on it. No, I, it's like, it's kind of, it just feels, doesn't feel genuine. And I think no, the key is to, like we like you said, the key mm-hmm. is to to be genuine and like if yeah. you're, if you're actually in YouTube and you're watching YouTube you're probably watching other YouTubers and like yeah, yeah I mean you can comment on Jaclyn Hill's video or whatever but I, I mean yeah. it's nice to kind of find smaller YouTubers that you can interact yeah. with and and like comment on and like people always ask me too like how do you do collaborations and this and that mm-hmm. it's like well that's a great way is just find smaller YouTubers and like yeah, watch definitely. their videos and like people that you actually have an interest in wanting to get to know better and just start commenting yeah. like oh I love that yeah. I love that lipstick or I love this or da 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 or oh wow you live exactly. in LA too just start like a conversation trust me like if, if they're smaller like anything where from like you know even like 100,000 like at your mm-hmm. size and below um, even like 150,000 below like they'll notice people will notice oh yeah they for will sure. for sure 100% yeah. I, I'm constantly finding new like YouTube friends because yeah. I always like talking to people who do this because None of my friends, like in real life, yeah. besides Michaela and then a couple other people, they don't do any of this. So they don't yeah. understand like the struggles and mm-hmm. like, oh, this thing that happened was really cool today. Yeah. I can't really talk to anybody else about it because they don't they don't understand it. It's true. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. So I always like to find YouTube friends. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Brittany. Well, I think that wraps up the interview. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is really cool. Yeah, so where can um, people go to find you if they're not familiar with you and your channel? Um, Well, my channel name is Getting Pretty, and I also have Instagram and Twitter, and my Instagram is Getting Pretty, and my Twitter is Getting underscore pretty. <laughs> pretty much everything is getting, getting pretty. pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I'm kind of just on social media all the time. I like talking to everybody and yeah. Awesome. Well, Brittany, mm. thank you so much. Thank you. All right. This was really fun. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it. That's our interview. And thank you so much for joining us here. Once again, I am your host, Erica Vieira. And for all show notes and videos and more goodies, make sure you go to the Beauty and the Vlog website at beautyandthevlog.com and check out our Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Beauty and the Vlog. Thanks so much, guys. Mwah.